Welcome everyone, it's Saturday, January 30th, and this is episode 106 of the Omni Quickly. I am D, and I am joined by none other than our enemies at the other side of the channel that stole all of our vaccines, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell her, I didn't tell her I was going to do that, so she I was, was kind of like, what? <laughs> what? Is he bringing politics into this? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm not having a vaccine. Blah. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Anna? Wanting a vaccine? I don't know. I'm all right. <laughs> you? <laughs> uh, you might have heard him already in the background kind of telling me I was menacing, which he tries to do on a weekly basis. I think he wants to keep me in check and make sure that I don't go into full, I don't know, evil pirate mode, but it is. Oh, Viking? Our... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> full viking pirate it kind of depends on what in the yeah. weekend it's more pirate than viking um and, uh, and i'm not going to blame it on rum because i don't drink rum so i don't know what the explanation is but uh, talking about rum oh man i'm making these beautiful connections we have someone from florida the yeah. caribbean almost right almost yeah that's pretty close yeah, i would say there's count. quite a lot of rum pirates uh you know caribbean technically florida is part of that like bermuda triangle so yeah um, there we go. It's LP, our Florida man. How are you doing, LP? Doing good. Just wrangling a couple gators. You know how we do it in Florida. <laughs> that is something I would actually pay for. Is I would actually fly over to Florida just to see that you you wrestling a gator. I mean, you, I... don't you get trained like from birth to be able to do that? Yeah, so not to get into too crazy explanation, but that is like a, the, the Native Americans here in Florida are known as the Seminoles, and they were actually the first people um, to use gator wrestling as a form of entertainment for the, like, the, uh, the white settlers that would come into the state, and they would get oh. like tips from the, uh, the settlers, uh, and that's how they continued their, you know, that was one of their like businesses <laughs> was gator wrestling as a sideshow. Hey, really? can I make an inappropriate comment? Is that allowed? This is the Omnic post. Of course you can. White people do like their violence. Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> we can say that because we're white. Yep. That's how it works, right? That's how it works. <clears throat> that's kind of, that's kind of, it's silly just to, what, what, like the Romans were just going into history now. I don't know why, but the Romans also like what they did with sending in people to fight each other. And at one point they were bored with just watching people. So one of them said, Hey, is that a lion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you get it? I don't know. Africa somewhere. Send it in. Oh, man, that's an awesome idea. Let's do it. Lion, go in. And then <laughs> the, the lion attacked. Kind of crazy. Wait, actually, before we jump into anything crazier, uh, you said African lions, but are, don't or weren't there European lions at one point in time? Like, didn't those exist? They might have, yeah. I think in Greece and like the southern countries, there there were lions. I saw. I was. I ended up in a museum some at some point when I was uh, traveling around in Greece. And yeah, there was a like a how do you call these uh, natural history? Natural history museums. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, where they have stuffed up animals from from the past that they don't. Want, and there were lions in there. Yeah, we used to have a lot of wolves over here in Belgium, but now we got two. And we we all know. What, what they're up to everybody knows their names and they're being tracked the whole time 
Uh, yeah. That's the they, hey. So the Panthera Leo Europea was actually a uh, lion that inhabited Southern Europe until the historic time. So yeah, I guess they did exist, but yeah. it got wiped out. So yeah, we definitely had them at some point. I just wasn't sure when we had them. It's like Hannah says, we like our violence till we break everything and then it's gone. Exactly. So I, I'm just, I'm hearkening back to like <laughs> Reinhardt's shield, for example, how he has that lion head. And I'm always like, there's no, there's no, res like, it doesn't feel like Africa, you know, there's gotta, it has to be some sort of like European connection. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like for European sure. Lion. We have a lot of lions in our flags, like the flag of Flanders, the part of the country in Belgium where I live has a lion. The French part has a, has a rooster. Which, nice. um, yeah. Royal Crest is a lion fighting a unicorn over here, so whatever. Yeah. Can <laughs> <laughs> you tell which which uh, which country was the first to uh, discover that you can smoke certain stuff? Did you, did you think <laughs> it might be the UK unicorns fighting lions? Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, that's still part of our crest. <laughs> you may Google all you want. There were never unicorns in Europe. We all know they lived in uh, South America. They never lived in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, there's but... a European version of the unicorn, thank you. <laughs> there's <It's> European unicorn <laughs> fossils, I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was just a horse that looked pretty silly and a li little bit drunk, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of funny to see what all these weapon crests and what they all have hmm. and what's in there. And, and it's clear that is something... and. Right after this, we're going to start talking about Overwatch. I swear, I promise. But um, it, it is clear, like, if we look back at history, we always look back at people as being serious all the time. Like, anything that people did in the past, if you see a, a mural that was done during the Stone Age, everybody's looking at it. What were they telling us? Maybe they had a message. Maybe they were in touch with aliens. Maybe they were showing us how to kill a mammoth. Nah, man, he was just drawing silly cartoons because his <laughs> wife kicked him out and he was drunk again. Oh, gosh. It's just like, isn't that a possibility? Like, that at that he time, was some of these. Meeting and was doodling on his notepads. Like, exactly. <laughs> it was a drunk night. He had a little bit too much of those fermented berries he found on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up drunk and started. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now we're all looking at it. Um... There was like this thread going around a couple of years back that was kind of showing examples of graffiti in like Rome and like where people had been annoyed by it and recorded it and these records had been found. And it was basically just same shit, different day. Kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> defacing everything because they've yeah. got nothing to do. <laughs> exactly. A lot of porn, too. That's what we know about the Romans. They left behind a lot of porn. Those people were frustrated, man. They were frisky. But they didn't have many, they didn't have that much clothes. So they were basically running around naked half the time. Makes so, it yeah. easy, doesn't it, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of, um, some people will just have a difficult time keeping those hormones in check. But, anyways, this is Overwatch. still an Overwatch podcast, <laughs> I swear. Uh, it has been an interesting week on a lot of aspects. We're going to talk about everything that happened this week in, in esports, which was a big bang, actually. Um, and at the end of the podcast, well, in the second half, let's call it that. The other thing that has been happening in the last since we talked last is something we kind of already knew is that the game is suffering from some kind of delay. Mm. 
they never really communicated any release date. So officially everything is still in check. But the rumors are that behind the scenes, they decided to kind of, uh, well, that they're not ready yet to move forward as quickly as they wanted to, which makes sense. I've talked about this in the past, but this whole crisis, the fact that people are working from home, that will impact your process, especially in gaming, because gaming is such a difficult product to make, so much emotion tied into it, so many expectations since it's Overwatch 2, that, yeah, it's bound to happen that the you'll get a bit of a delay. But uh, the, the latest rumors, in my, my opinion, it's still the end of this year, but a lot of people are already looking at 2022. Yeah. Uh, to, to have the game out. And I, and I don't, I don't want to blame Blizzard because I know they work hard. It, it's, and, you know, we want to kind of prevent the disaster that Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> I guess, was. Like, I don't want a game like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, it's just like, damn you know it's just like a damn like a really yeah. hard damn yeah exactly. i mean obviously we're disappointed we're all excited and we want it now 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 but we also don't want to receive crap so we'll begrudgingly accept the news but we're not happy about it no <laughs> and there's a lot of people that well we we are adults we are mm-hmm. kind of um level-headed yeah, that's maybe the way to put it. We're such a bunch of level-headed people. Just about. <laughs> For the most part, I guess. <laughs> no, we, we get it just as emotional as everybody, but we kind of can, we know, what is the thing? We kind of been following this game for such a long time. We've been following yeah. the industry for such a long time that we know that it's not always as the community wants it. Like It's always, it's a challenge. It's a challenge that we'll have. It's setbacks, and we have to deal with the setbacks. We can be adults about it and kind of go, all right, that's the way it is, or we can get really angry. And there's a lot of people getting angry. Like the the tidal wave of, of messages I've been getting or people just telling me, like, if they don't do anything, if they're really going to postpone it, this game is going to die. And I'm like, is it going to die? Does a game ever die? Uh, I feel like games do die. Like, uh, for example, uh, what, like... Uh, what's that game? Is, uh, is Paladins <laughs> See, dead? Can, so you say, dead you can't can you say Paladins is dead? Like a game like yeah, but, Paladins? But did Paladins ever... Wait, wait, this is... And I don't want to offend anybody. Sorry if you're a Paladin player. I, I don't mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, did it ever reach that level at which you think, like, if it's... I think you need to kind of reach a certain level before you can um kind of make that decision like i don't think paladins ever made it that big yeah games like that kind of sizzle away but if you look at team fortress for instance there's still so many people that play that game a lot less than originally but there's still a lot of people that play it and these games will kind of stay at a certain level and we'll feel the impact if we continue playing which i'll be doing um it will be a little more difficult to get groups as people leave i can tell it on my statistics on the omnic post it just at the start of the new year, you can feel that people are getting distracted by other stuff. Can you say a game like um, Here's the Storm died? Just, you know, with like no. the no, you wouldn't say a game like that died. I don't no, really because, play that game, so no, no, because there's still such a group of passionate people, and and those people tell me that it is in the best spot it's ever been. I know, oh, wow. like, I know at least like six or seven people that still play today. You guys know I don't have that many friends. Like I have like twelve in total, so that's half my my friends. Okay. 
I was just joking with the wrestling, the wow. wrestling thing. You no, know, it was a joke. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, I, I totally understand you. I think for for the um, the broader audience, it kind of went through the background. But there's still a passionate group of people behind it, and those people, those people playing it, the money they're spending is keeping that team afloat. Yeah, yeah, is keeping that team working. Uh, with Overwatch Two, it's a totally different situation. There's a team, I think, right now, one of the biggest teams that Blizzard has working on the game. And we all know, like, and everybody I tell it to, like, everybody that's complaining to me about the fact it's being delayed, I just look him in the eyes and say, and when Overwatch 2 comes out, it'll be back. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't believe that Overwatch is a dead game. When people say that, it's like, no, there's still people yeah. that like, log in regularly. Yeah, you know, but, I mean, I will say... I will say maybe like the player count hasn't it's probably declining. I wouldn't say it's like gotten sure. higher. I don't think it's on the the stonks are going up. But you know, people still log in to get their loot boxes or like these special events. Like Yeah. Even if it's <clears> the events. That. Yeah. Yeah, the events bring back a lot of people every single time. These challenges on a smaller scale do the same thing. And that's why they keep doing it, is to keep everybody busy and bring keep bringing people back. And it's it's going to be less impactful every single time they do it, especially with the events. Yeah. I think the return of these events is just going to... At a certain point, people will not be interested anymore. Uh, but hey, they just are not... I don't think their mission is to stop the decline. I think their mission right now is to kind of hinder the decline and make sure that it, it declines as slowly as possible by adding these... Um, by adding these uh, challenges and, and adding new skins to the events until they come back with Overwatch 2 and everybody will be standing there with the 60 bucks going, yep, bring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I'm not playing hardly any Overwatch at the moment, but I'm kind of just keeping an eye on the scene. And when 2 comes out, I'm going to be all over it like a rash. <laughs> right, that's a nice way of putting it. Now, <laughs> that being said, like, uh, like I just said, there's a lot of people that feel like, oh... It's the, this game is going to die, and then their answer is, and that's the most common answer. Yeah, there's people that say we, we need uh, new modes, we need a new map, and I'm like, uh, but the the thing everybody wants is a new hero. Yeah, I think I think Blizzard kind of knows that this is like their big shot, and if they like, that's why they also kind of have to, you know, like not rush the game because if it's not complete or if it's not what people want, you know, like they realize, like I think they're smart enough that you know. They realize this is their like one shot to like, yeah, catapult their yeah. game to like the top of the charts again. And if they don't do that, like, they could really fall flat. Yeah, you know. yeah. They want to do the same thing they did with Warcraft. Basically, they put Warcraft into this. When they launched Warcraft, they uh, they started on an adventure that really surprised them, and then they they took that momentum and keep kept adding these. Well, every two years, these expansions, and. Until the day where 16 years later, it still works. Every expansion, people come back bigger, stronger. Like the, the numbers, I think with the, the, the latest expansion, Shadowlands, their sales were the highest they've ever been, which wow. is quite insane for a game wow. that is 60 years old. Like they, of course, hyped it pretty hard and there, was a lot of, there were a lot of expectations. And to be honest, I think they're kind of meeting a lot of these expectations. But... And that's what I think they want to do with Overwatch. Like they want to, they're holding the breath to bring 
as an Overwatch 2, and that Overwatch 2 is going to be the Overwatch we'll be playing for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to add content, and they're going to, every two years, they're going to bring us into a new cycle. Every time people are kind of looking at a different game, going somewhere else, they'll go, oh, wait, have you seen this? This is the Omnic, Omnic Uprising Part 6. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Only 40 bucks. Buy it. <laughs> Enjoy. And, and everybody will be gone again. And the thing is, they do a good job at making these expansions. Like for Warcraft, they have this rhythm going where they do one good expansion, one bad, one good, one bad. I don't know what it is, but I think it has something to do with the resources being the way their whole thing works. Now, yeah. to, to go come back to the hero thing. I want to hear your opinions individually. Like, Anna, what do you think? Do they need to add a different hero? Would that be the thing that will keep us, if if it's going to be 2022, is that the thing that is going to keep us uh, coming back, that one hero? Um, I don't know. Like, on the one hand, it will give us something to talk about. Like, we all, we're all just waiting on Overwatch 2. And it might be... Mm -hmm something to like tide people over but i think ultimately it'll just be a distraction until we get bored and are waiting for two again <laughs> yeah so i don't know if like the effort needed on the developers team would like if it would pay off if that makes sense if it would warrant having a new hero in yeah yeah, like, because, you know, everything they're doing now is prepping for Overwatch 2. I don't know how much of the coding has changed or whatever. Um, so I don't know if they'd have to, like, make the hero backwards compatible, as it were. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, and if they do, then is it worth the effort to keep people, like, hyped and excited for a month for them to then just want Overwatch 2 again? Yeah, exactly. Well, what do you think, LP? Um, so, you know, I, I feel like kind of echoing what Hannah says, I, I think it'll hold our attention span for maybe like a couple weeks, maybe a month. Um, it'll make, you know, the players want to try out a new hero and probably grind a little bit. You know, maybe there'll be like a new mechanic, different gameplay added, you know. Um, but I feel like until we flesh out the world more, you know, um, whether that be cinematically or through like special events like i want to see more archive events to be honest i hope we get an archive event um this year but if not i mean yeah. i'll be still pretty disappointed <laughs> give us the story. I, I don't i don't have high hopes i don't have high hopes but you know i would love to see the world just give me something to give me something to think about you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i fully agree with you guys i think it's um everybody wants a new hero now um, but I think it comes at a cost. Like that's what I kind of asked. I did a poll uh, yesterday on the Omnic post. Uh, I still need to post the results, by the way, after this podcast. Reminder to myself. Um, and I asked basically. It was pretty a lengthy question, um, mm. but basically I asked like, would you, if it is delayed to 2022, which we'll probably hear a little more about. I don't think we'll get a confirmation at all at Blisk Online, but we'll hear more about it. Do you want them to add a hero knowing that that will set them back anywhere between, let's say, one and three months? Because, like Hannah said, the code, code base for Overwatch 2, that new engine, is different than the one for Overwatch. So they probably have a hero ready. They'll need to make it backwards compatible. But also all the assets, like the skins. And I think that is one of the things 
that they 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 noticed they chewed off a little bit too much, and that is part yeah. of the delay now is the fact that they need to all these skins, all these things that people have gathered over time. They made the promise that we would be taking them into Overwatch 2, but that is a really steep promise to make because you have to kind of support, keep supporting them in Overwatch 1, keep adding them in Overwatch 1, and then all that back catalog and anything you release till the moment the game comes out, you have to kind of upgrade that to Overwatch 2 because the models will be different. There might be more um, uh, ways of animating these skins. There might be a lot of stuff in there. That, that you have to kind of upgrade. So that's one thing. On top of that, the whole meta, the balancing, they'll have to kind of months, kind of dedicate months and following up this character, what impact they'll have on the meta and adjusting and balancing around it because it will have an impact. Look at what Echo did at the start. Look at what Brigitte did when she came in. Look at what Sigma did when they came in. They all kind of changed the way you played that game in a window of a few months and then... Yeah. They nerfed him into the ground. <laughs> we can't play him anymore. And the last thing I want to add is like, we're looking forward to the release and the release does not only mean that we're getting a new game, but what it also means is that that whole team will get cleared up to work on the future of that game. And by kind of pulling them away, it's it's like you're basically distracting them from what they need to be doing right now. Yeah. And I know a lot of people want kind of a hero now to because they want a hero point. We all want new content. But yeah, exactly. It's worth delaying Overwatch 2 even more. Exactly, exactly. Uh, just because so, I'm impatient today, like, I'll be sad yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> but, but that's the decision Jeff has to make. Yeah. That's the decision he has to make is to kind of, am I going to listen to this community outcry to these content creators? Like, I think uh, all the big YouTubers now, including Stalosa, uh, 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 Blame Control, Blame Controller, whatever, they're all kind of going like, uh, "Yeah, I think it's time for something new." It, and well, I think Stalosa just it started a video out late, last week saying, "We need a new hero." That's the thing he said at the start, and I, I don't agree. I, I feel my personal opinion is like, and I'm also a content creator. I see my numbers winding down now the other the thing is of course i don't make a living out of it so that's quite different yeah. for him yeah. but i'm like okay let's just wait so we get it earlier so we maybe can play it still by the end of this year or let's say the latest february 2022 i don't mean to sound like a bit of a dick. i think i'm gonna I sound think... like a bit of a dick but it's not jeff's job to keep all the content creators working no no <laughs> i think they're well aware of that i think they're well aware of that yeah. <laughs> i've noticed that <laughs> no but no it's true it's not his job to do that it um, helps but it's definitely not you know the primary source i i was also thinking you know overwatch is becoming such a I think the plan is to like make it at some point as big as like the Avengers or like Marvel. I would hope, you know, like I, I always see a oh world like <laughs> how, how cool would that be? That um, would be awesome. I just think that right now, like we keep saying we're, we're at a very hardcore standstill, but I will say playing Overwatch in different consoles, for example, I, I just been recently playing on PC and I've been enjoying it. Yeah. I, I think that kind of help my enjoyment of the game a little bit 
Um, it helped me like get back into it. Is just playing different consoles. So if you're like on PC, maybe try like the Switch, try mm-hmm. like Xbox, or try PlayStation. Like it, it is a different game in a way, very similar. It it's is. the same game, but it, it just feels different, you know. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, I suppose. And even just switching your heroes around, like if you've been playing a lot of, um, uh, like in my case, a lot of Lucio or Mora the last few years, I, I try to switch up. I've been playing a lot of Baptiste, a lot of Anna occasionally mercy um just and that makes it feel like a different game again because it's a different set of rules man you can't you can't do the same thing you you do with a lucia there's a lot of ways to keep yourself entertained now the question is of course if people for us i think it's different um we're always kind of tied into the game at some point for a lot of the general audience they're just like oh but there's like a million other games out there um, like I've seen a lot of my community going to Apex, for instance, right now. There's a lot of people playing Apex, um, which is also, but they just did a new release and and there's a new hero coming, and that yeah. that clearly triggers people. Apex um, has a lot of content for sure. Yeah, yeah, they they really and I, and to be honest, I think that's what Blizzard is looking at these battle passes, not as much as a way to kind of. Um, well, there will be there will be a paying part into it, but not the battle pass itself. I think they're really looking into making this uh, a at least a game that will stick out the next ten years that they can keep adding content to that keeps people entertained, keeps um, coming back, and um, yeah, they must be looking at it, especially now with Activision being so close on them. I think the the the, the kind of um, the pressure on the financial part of making sure that it is something that will last and that you can monetize and on once it is released that yeah. it will be there so yeah it, uh, look that of course also kind of brings us to the next question in three weeks well in three weeks the uh the second day of blisk online will be happening right now <laughs> Yeah, that's good, man. We have a new episode in two weeks, and then the week that we're not recording, it's going to be BlizzCon. It's like we, we timed it perfectly. Content. That's yeah. what it is. We'll have content. Content! <laughs> I was also going to say, you know, um, I think something that, like, a lot of content creators have been asking, similar to Fortnite, is have a, or, you know, what Epic Games does is creator codes. You know, like, when you oh, buy yeah, a yeah. skin, I think that would be a really cool addition <laughs> to help creators, you know, continue, like, making an income and obviously supporting your favorite creator that way it's just a it's a win-win right like in that scenario I mean, they already like to feature streamers on like the launcher and stuff so why not yeah yeah no i, I think they're slowly catching up with the whole creator thing <laughs> they're slowly um, catching up with their community um <laughs> yeah 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 like how you've i think we you heard me yell about it at least 10 times back in the day when oh, they yeah. did these challenges and they only allowed a, a certain set of streamers to hand out the the drops and i was like what is the use what is the These point people, yeah because those bigger ones will draw in more people by itself give the smaller ones a chance and to be honest every time they do it the first days i have a well like this this time around it was like 90 80 people and i usually yeah. have around 20 30 so that is that is not bad it helps out for sure um, and I hope they do more like that in the future. And I think that's a really good idea, LP, like creator codes and bring think, thinking about your game a little more than just a game, like a one hit thing you buy and kind of see it more as a community. And 
even like add stuff that makes it more interesting for the people that play it while they're not playing it would be a good uh, step forward. Well, there's still a lot of rumors about a, a Netflix series and they clearly have big plans with the IP. Yeah. yeah. We just the need only to thing... get there. Yeah, yeah. We need to get there. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Do we have time for uh, BlizzCon predictions? Or... Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think we can, uh, before we dive into esports, we still hero. have like favorite. Give Hero favorite. preview. We don't need the Hero, but give us the preview. <laughs> yeah, I do think we'll get a... My prediction would be two to three uh, heroes that'll be showing off. One of them will be someone we already know. Um, probably, well, I don't know if they're going to do um, Sojourn. That would be a little too easy. It would, yeah. Yeah, but someone we already know. They and then do it as a secondary. So, like, here's the main show, but also here's a jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be cool to kind of see him come in, but... um. Well, that Fox hero that I've been teasing in <laughs> Kanazeka is probably going to be part of that. Yeah. Um, and that's just something that comes completely from left field. Like the type of hero that Wrecking Ball was or that, that you kind of like, oh, damn. You know that they're kind of going really deep into the silliness. Mm. I'm not saying Jetpack Cat, but... <laughs> <laughs> Something I'm not like that again. Yeah, <laughs> on that level. I, I was gonna say I really think that you know, Wrecking Ball was probably one of the best characters added. I love playing Wrecking Ball, but not just because of that. But I also think it's one of the most unique play styles. Yeah, it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we're looking for, right? Those are the the we we don't want another soldier. We got a soldier already. We don't need a, another Genji. We got a Genji already. We need those new types of heroes that we didn't think was possible the things that we were like oh really you can do that that's awesome like doomfist the first time i heard doomfist would be using that gigantic fist to punch people into a wall and basically obliterate them I was like what i know we were like that's melee awesome. a melee yeah. class what <laughs> in <Yeah>. my shooter <laughs> <laughs> exactly um or like different ways of thinking of healing um, I think those are the things we kind of need and we're looking for. So yeah, I think we'll we'll definitely get a, a little preview of some heroes. Um, maps, most likely. Um, do you guys think they're going to add a new game mode? That I was going to just show us? about to say, it would be really nice if they previewed like a new game mode because I think... When they delivered the news about Overwatch 2, there was this issue where people were like, well, is it an expansion or is it a brand new game? And obviously we've not had anything about Overwatch 2 really since. And I mm -hmm. think what we need to do is give people something that is definitively new gamey. Yeah. Just yeah. to quell the, like, the rumors and the doubts and the nerves... They need to get everybody hyped for mm -hmm. Overwatch 2. And I think they need to really show something that is, yeah, like definitively, yep, this is a new game. This isn't just, you know, a pretty new HUD. This is... <laughs> yeah. No, you're bringing a really good point. What if they make yeah. it like League of Legends every time you respawn, like you're able to buy your abilities similar to like the, the, PV, the PvE? I mean... They might in the PvE mode because they did show us something where you could like level up and buy abilities, but 
I think LP is talking about doing that in PvP. Yeah, like what if you do that to PvP, like oh, like League of Legends style game mode. <sighs> that could be. Yeah, that I, would I be just... interesting, but do you think a lot of people would? Uh, that it, wouldn't it kind of make it a little more difficult to get into the game? Because that's the thing that bothers me about League of Legends is like before you really understand how your hero works a little bit, you need to spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, you yeah. don't you don't know how to like if you get certain abilities in certain orders. And to be fair, it was the same with Heroes of the Storm. You know, mm -hmm. there are like specific builds that you can set up for certain heroes, especially with the addition of items and stuff. It all gets very complicated. Um, and I think one of the things that's so great about Overwatch is the the idea that it's for everyone. Yeah, you know? but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I still, I kind of like the idea too that you, especially like when the if you want to keep this game for the next ten years, that you add something on top of the experience of PVE on top of the PVP gameplay. Because yeah. what is the PVP gameplay is basically the meta, the balance. That is basically the thing that will make the difference. But if you add something on top of it to kind of give you room to experiment with your own choices, like that is the thing currently. It is Blizzard that decides how strong or weak a hero is, scaling, of course, with your skill with that hero. What if they put in that layer, like LP just said, with abilities that you can make certain choices that will influence that? And that is a part of the whole responsibility is basically on your own shoulders. If this doesn't match your playstyle, picked the wrong talent give us yeah. map creator tools like i would love to create my own overwatch i would spend hours upon hours <laughs> designing my own map and like you know making it <laughs> to, like you can basically like the workshop mode just give us like the tools to create our own map and then let us play in it even if it's obviously it'll make it a competitive thing but give the creators you know room to <laughs> yeah and your game or like come up with their own unique takes I yeah. think it would be cool to give like a more creative outlet like that without the faffiness of the workshop. I'm no good at programming. I don't know what I'm doing with a workshop. I don't know. No, but they, they could <laughs> they could maybe do it is where they kind of give you basically if you a set of tools yeah. that allow you to build a map. You'll never build a map that people will say, oh, this is New Orleans, like with, uh, with custom models. That is not possible because that is just but an insane pipeline. And hidey holes and even yeah. if you're only allowed to make your own like deathmatch maps because they're smaller, that would still be really cool. Or just maps to your own liking, like you dive into King's Row and you remove one wall and kind of, oh, I want to make an opening here. Yeah. To be honest, those are things that they could learn from because that is the thing that I think they enjoy the most about the workshop is that they see a lot of these creative ideas that people are making. It's basically free content. Right? It's just yeah. people working for them for free. It's, it's maybe yeah. a surprise to a lot of people, but it's basically uh, these tools. They did it back in the day with um, Warcraft, uh, and that is basically what spawned the whole MOBA genre was people messing about with their workshop and building a whole new game mode that that's how league of legends was created was through warcraft mods and yeah, yeah. it was it was dota yeah the original dota was created I, I actually still i actually played the original dota mod on warcraft that's how old i am when it was just a mod yeah when it was just a mod yeah <laughs> totally totally those are the people that the league of legend people are the ones that made that um that made that mod and then yeah 
they, they had the chance to buy the whole Dota thing and they didn't. Now they're kind of hitting themselves because they didn't. But that's Blizzard. Um, no, there's a really awesome ideas. Hannah, you, you raised uh, something really important earlier, which I kind of think when it comes to BlizzConline that we kind of need to get out there is they need to change. And that's basically what you said, but I think it's, it needs more. They really need to make clear to everybody. There's, there should be nobody that watched this whole thing that still has the question, is this going to be an expansion or not? They need to explain it way better. And it needs more. It's going to need more than, um, gamers but they'll need kind of just i don't know make a a diagram or something i don't care but we want to know the the practical stuff some undeniable reveal that's like yeah look at this new game that we are working on everyone yeah yeah and especially what is the situation going to be like if i do not buy overwatch 2 like i'm going to be in that situation in the sense that i'm not going to buy overwatch 2 on my playstation but am I still going to be able to play it? And what will my game look like? Yeah, I'm going to be able to do the, see the new maps. I'm going to be able to play the same heroes. But are they going to look different for me? Or are they going to look like the other people see them? All these kind of practical, how are you going to connect them? And the thing I think that they kind of got themselves in a bit of a squeeze in is because they didn't want to exclude everybody. They were trying to try as open as possible. Oh, but everybody can keep their stuff and everybody can still play. And they, they tried to kind of, uh, I mean, preemptively great if they're committing to that but yeah. it's difficult to say that and then not show people anything yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it just that's, sounds that's like the a mistake lot of they promises yeah and nobody like, I because them and i trust them but yeah of course it does but sound the... like a lot of empty promises oh yeah you know you don't have to buy overwatch 2 well then is it just an expansion well no it's a whole new game so i won't yeah, get just to play it <laughs> They just walk off stage at that point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's that's also something I'm hoping for is that we get more of the uh, more of an explanation around that. And the other thing is, of course, what their idea is for. And I know I'm back with my loot boxes, but what is the way they're going to distribute loot? I do not want any loot boxes anymore. (laughs) For real, I stopped opening my loot boxes. But that's a very interesting thing. Because I, here's what I think. I think that Overwatch 1 is going to be free to play. And the people who buy Overwatch 2, you'll be able to have your skins. And you'll be able to flex your like Overwatch 2 skins in the, um, you know, in the Overwatch when you play the competitive version, right? So and, people like, will see it. You just won't so people will be like, oh, that's an Overwatch 2 player. He bought the game because he has like the Genji skin or the, the Tracer yeah. skin or the Lucio skin. But then like, yeah, I, I just think Overwatch needs to open up the floodgates, let people... You, oh, here's the other thing. Actually, when you open up the floodgates, you need, you're gonna—they're gonna need to do something about the cheater problem because Warzone right now, Call of Duty. So I don't know if you guys know, but there's a huge problem right now in Activision where Warzone players are experiencing an enormous amount of cheating. And you know, the game is free to play Warzone Battle Royale, uh, but there has just been so many problems. So when they open up the floodgates to Overwatch PvP. I'm afraid that they're going to also have to have some sort of anti-cheat. And oh, yeah. and I'm not talking about the anti-cheat from Warzone because people are complaining heavy. Like, there's a cheater in every single match. Owen. Ouch. Yeah, people are already complaining about aimbots in Overwatch right now. While I'm not always convinced that anybody is using an aimbot. Um, <laughs> can you imagine just the idea? No, no, that's true. I think that is the thing with free-to-play. It will open up the community to a lot of people that treat their accounts like it's uh 
uh, it's, it's something you can throw away and get a new one pretty easily, which is just the case. Uh, well, they kind of had history. that problem. I think I've mentioned this before, but like in PC cafes in like um, Korea and stuff, you didn't need a Blizzard account to play at first. And so like the hacking issue was huge because you'd just, you'd get locked out from the game and then you'd just effectively launch another instance of Overwatch and you'd be back in. Um, so they had to like really lock it down for that same reason. So I think it's something that they're going to be keeping in mind because it's something mm. they've kind of had to already deal with, just not over here because we don't have PC banks. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious because I, I have not uh, checked in on, on Valorant. Um, I don't know if any of you did, but they they really have this, um, what is it called again? The system. So I'm, I'm really... actually currently playing Valorant um, when I'm not playing Overwatch. And I will say I've, I have encountered my, I have encountered a couple cheaters in the game. And it really sucks. Even though they say that they have this amazing like anti-cheat that I don't really, I don't know. Like it really, really sucks because it's still there. Like I, you'll still, I found a cheater the other day and you know he was shooting at someone and then like i was shooting them and they like quickly like 180 turned around and killed me i was just like this is not fun so yeah, no 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 that's not fun at all and the thing is can they fix it because it's basically a, a race that is just going on between the developers and and this hacking community that keeps finding new ways to circumvent anything they throw at them and the, the developers are like i don't know maybe a team of six people that are dedicated on on fighting these guys and there's thousands of of people that are working on ways to circumvent it so i don't think it's an even battle to be honest right, it's always going to be it. a problem it's always going to be a problem unless they throw ai at it but then that ai will take over the world and we're all going to die so yeah, yeah. people will get banned for stupid stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly that is still that's the problem right now is that they throw AI at it a little too soon or without kind yeah. of um, taking the necessary steps to do. I was just one example like PayPal also uses AI to kind of check if anything is happening, and I needed to get into. I have a shared account between me and Hilda, and yeah, they, they kept sending me back to the login screen and to the app and from left to right, and then they were yeah, like, "There's a lot of uh, weird activity on your account. We're going to lock you out for like what? It's you that keeps sending me." From one end to the other, you dumb. Yeah, I mean, I've seen quite a few problems with PayPal, particularly for um, like freelance businesses who will make, you know, like they'll make pins, enamel pins, or artworks and things, where they'll get money together for like a Kickstarter, and then PayPal will be like, mm, "No, there's too much money in your account. This is clearly fraudulent. You can't have it back until like a set amount of time." And they're like, but, yeah. but that's for my Kickstarter. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I need that. <laughs> so it's maybe adding some sort of like two-step authenticator. Like, I don't know what the legality is, to be honest. I think every country could be different. But adding like your mobile number to your account so that like if you do get that account banned, you can't I sign mean, up Final again. I Fantasy has that option. Yeah, but I think LP means then the other way around to kind of make sure that Anybody that gets banned on one account cannot as easily make a second one because yeah. your account is connected. No, I to know, your, but your like to because he was saying about the legalities of having your phone connected. Final Fantasy oh, yeah, already yeah. does it. Yeah, no, no, you that's true. Set, you, so you, um, I think it's a big thing with MMOs because you put money into it and whatever. 
um, where you can say, oh, yeah, I would like to log in with a password and a one-time code that gets sent to my phone. Yeah, I do the same thing for Overwatch or for Blizzard in general. I always have to use my uh, authenticator to kind of get in. Um, so, yeah, no, no, that would totally work. I think that's a good idea to kind of at least make sure that people just don't nearly willy can make uh, random accounts. On the other hand, I have three accounts myself, but that's for a good cause because <laughs> I want to be able to to game uh, uh, off stream and just not be randomly invited to groups. Anyways, I think we uh, we kind of covered all that. We we're going to be well. The next episode is going to be right before BlizzCon, so we can continue talking about BlizzCon Nine and our expectations. We can dive a little deeper into what we think is going to happen. And maybe by then we'll see the key art. We'll get to maybe the, we'll see the skins if they're going to do them. Uh, the schedule. We'll have so much to talk about uh, in the next episode. But now we want to do a little dive into esports. We haven't done that for a dun, long dun, time. Dun. <laughs> With LP being back, we have yeah. someone on the inside, guys. Guys, okay, so. I guess the biggest news in esports recently has been how LA Valiant has just released their basically their entire roster, not just their uh, players, but also staff members, uh, because they're going to be moving on to the Overwatch League's Asia Pacific or the APAC region. Um, and you know the owner, the organization, uh, aka the owner, the the ownership group, Immortals Gaming Club, basically cited that the visa issues. Uh, was the big reason for the staff, the current staff, you know, and players being cut from the team. Um, and, you know, it seems like that was a very big issue amongst a lot of people. I, I don't think it's something that, like, a lot of players, you know, just wanted to hear. Uh, as staff members, either, you know, you're getting, you're basically losing your job. Exactly. Yeah. Issues have always been an issue, though. I, I just think the way they went about it PR-wise was just, you know, and I don't, you can't blame any of the social media managers or anybody like that. It's just... Yeah, you can't shoot the messengers. Can't shoot the messengers. It's just... The like, well, those messengers are fine. For Robin Hood. Oh, my God. <laughs> that poor I social think... media guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think Ali Valley's social media manager will probably be fired, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically on. Uh, they basically did their last post, and then they can sort off. It, it's uh, yeah. It it is kind of a, a repercussion of the whole move. I didn't expect. I feel it's kind of like uh, we all kind of agree that the whole visa argument doesn't make sense, right? They they had all the right, time to kind of prepare for this, and it's bullshit. It's yeah. a way for them. It's like the spin that they've put on what they're doing. That's all it is. Like, mm -hmm. oh, guys, you know, like, we were going to do this whether there were or whether there weren't visa issues, but if we say it's about the visa issues, we don't look quite as well. We'll bad. cover our butts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what really hurts is that, you know, a lot of these, like, player final, uh, like, roster deadlines um, were January 4th of this year, and a lot of these players, you know, being released this late in the game, um, they, they're likely, like, basically left out with it, no options to be in the overwatch league you know like all rosters are pretty much fine oh yeah oh um, jesus that, that sucks so that's it, really that's really oh my god I it, it really it really i forgot to mention that's probably the biggest like whole situation out of all of this is that a lot of these players can't find new homes because of the the deadlines and um yeah oh damn 
Yeah, that that is like that is just so such a douchebag move. No matter what, <laughs> what you. he said, yeah, it. yeah, it's a douchebag move. But that's really like uh, if if you're going to uh, be strategic, if you want to spin it, like Hannah said, make sure there's no victims, like the, your players, basically the people that you've been kind of uh, uh, ghosting, or uh, it's more like catfishing at this point. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, I mean, they announced two weeks ago that they were moving to China. Yeah, they already knew. Yeah. Way longer, I presume. Oh, oh, yeah. They've this something like that's going to have been in the works for ages. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. twenty four, twenty three hours ago is when they were like, "We want to thank everyone moving on. Goodbye." Yeah, and I don't get it because in the end, we kind of are hoping that next year, the whole the next season, the twenty two season. Everything is going to be back, like with the homestands, and then, well, I would presume the Alley Valiant would be going back to Los Angeles, right? Um, I I would hope. I I think at this point we can say that. Well, one, I, I first of all, I just want to say that LA Valiant fans, I'm so sorry. Like you guys probably will not be catching your games unless you decide to stay up really, really late at night. I mean. I thought Florida mm-hmm. to Asia was like, you know, like the 12 hour. But I think with like California to Asia, is it like 15 hours or something like that? I, mm. yeah, it, it's just not convenient for fans across the pond. Like I said, an English term. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to see their team, it's not going to be easy. And also uh, on the note of homestands, um, I think right now, just in the current like state of the game uh, and maybe the popularity of the Overwatch League, I think it makes sense to go more for a roadshow style of homestand rather than yeah. a big, like, you know, every weekend there's a different city that's hosting a team kind of model. No, no, no. That makes sense. That's true. That's true. But still, it's like, the fact that you're... Because in their announcement post, they said they're moving to make it easier for fans to see them. What? No. What? Yeah, How would oh, it make it easier? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is a direct quote. Uh, we are hopeful that these collective relocations allow more fans around the world to experience the Overwatch League at live events. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, right? You can spin it to, yeah, but we have fans all over the world and then it kind of people from Europe can watch it, people from the States that stay up really late and everybody in Asia can watch it. Yeah, nah. because all those people nah. in Los Angeles with, like pride for their home team are totally going to travel to China. Like, Do you think, LP, at some point, <laughs> do you think at some point it's going to be not the LA Valiant, but the Shanghai Valiant? No, that's the Dragons. The- so that's crazy that you actually bring that up because on January 14th, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to uh, Limitless, uh, Limit Liz, aka Liz Richardson, who's, uh, I'm, I'm reading off of her .esports article. Uh, according to this article that I'm reading by her, uh, on January 14th, uh, Halo, um, it, you know, reported that Immortals Gaming Club was selling the Valiant to a Chinese company and that the entire current roster would be dropped. This was like previously, like a week ago or so, uh, before oh. we found this out. So like, I guess the re- the rumors are kind of like becoming true in a way. Yeah. So... Um, oh, there's a, an, an English chap as well, Halo of Thoughts. He also was like, 
Um, I yep, think that's, LA I think that's who I'm talking about, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I think the LA Valiant have been bought by a Chinese team. And then um, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, this rumor is false. And it's like, mm, is it? <laughs> oh, that, ex- that explains a lot because I told yeah. you guys before we started recording, but there was someone that walked into my stream and that said, what, what are your thoughts on Valiant dropping the whole team? My first reaction was like, okay, this must have happened while I was streaming. Mm. I didn't really comment and I said, yeah, I heard there's a lot of stuff moving in the Overwatch League because of the whole thing. Then I checked it afterwards and I was like, eh, I can't read anywhere. I didn't read anything about it, but yeah, I guess that was a rumor. That explains Taylor that. Liz, coming in strong. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good to be, well, Los Angeles fans, gladiators, right? Yeah, Valiant or Gladiators? Yeah, go from Valiant to Gladiators. If you want to support your local team, the Gladiators are your Mm. team now. (laughs) So that also makes me wonder as well, like, how is... Because you said, are they going to change? Like, what loyalty do, like, Chinese fans have to the Valiant? It's going to come from the players mainly, right? Because they don't have that much of an attachment to this random team in terms of geograph like geography yeah it might be a slow move to making it into a yeah a, to replace the los angeles and that valiant name into something else and they don't want to do it right now because it would be a bit of a well it would be an well, even if bigger they're doing shock. it they'd have their new name ready and it would probably already be um announced, confirmed yeah. with yeah. not even announced but if they are doing it the Overwatch League bigwigs will have already like confirmed the change, and they'll probably just be sitting on the brand change mm-hmm. for a while. I reckon. Oh. Uh, and do do you think uh, LP, in your opinion, and Hannah, um, if I'm always going to LP for the esports thing because I kind of <laughs> hope that he has this inside view <laughs> that the, the you ball. have secret news yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That he keeps that he likes. That I'm pushing him to go, okay, okay, I was going to say anything, but, but no, nah, that, that doesn't work with LP. Uh, nah, he's a good boy. If, if it's not think- Mayhem, I probably don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. There are but- other teams? What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is just a thing because of the situation, uh, how things develop with the whole corona crisis? Of Can you imagine that this, like, it happens in the States, right? It happens with baseball teams that move. It happens with basketball teams that move. That will also have that in the Overwatch League. Because I'm looking into buying a team for my local town of Ghent. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much money you got? I got $5 on it. <laughs> Let's just all chip in and we'll make it work, man. Uh, how many people Europe do we have in Ghent? <laughs> <laughs> we have about 500,000 people here in the city. If they all chime in, like, uh, give us all about 1,000 bucks. <laughs> yeah, if everybody pitches in 1,000 bucks, you can get an Overwatch. I'm pretty sure everybody's excited. To... Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's Overwatch is big here, man, in, in this in my hometown. <laughs> um, okay, so go ahead, shoot, shoot the question, shoot the question. No, no, that was my question. Do you think it's something we'll be seeing more in the future? Like teams just kind of because let's be honest, in, in esports, this is quite new. The whole concept of tying in teams to cities was something that we hadn't seen before with before the Overwatch League. And now the question, I never personally, I'm only talking about myself, ever thought of. A, that moving i was already surprised that los angeles got two teams i was like what the hell yeah uh, that was but weird but anyways that that they would be able to kind of 
stick to another city or that that or might it just be because Los Angeles already has two teams and they were like ah we need to figure this out because it's getting silly well so if, hmm, I, I I believe so we we saw something not quite similar but the closest thing I would say to that question you're posing um in the call of duty league where optic gaming used to be the los angeles team and it, it was actually owned by immortals gaming club by the way they really don't know how to hold it down maybe i don't know but um uh, so optic gaming in the beginning of call of duty season one was bought by the immortals gaming club they really couldn't hang. It wasn't the same Optic Gaming. They sold it back to Hex, the original owner of Optic Gaming. And then, um, you know, everything's great and dandy. Chicago Huntsman, which was the season one name, rebranded back to Chicago, uh, Optic Chicago. And the LA spot was bought out by 100 Thieves and Nade Shots. So, uh, you know, I guess oh. that's probably the closest I vaguely thing. remember this drama. Like, it's pulling at some old memory strings in my brain <laughs> yeah so maybe we'll yeah. be able to see like you know down the line if if some teams just can't hang um some other teams just buying out the spot i i totally actually i believe that like teams are contracted to a five-year um deal with blizzard and then they have the option to sell their team if they would like um so okay okay um, because yeah, for the if you're trying to build a fan base that is right now based on location, um, that that is a bit of an extra challenge. But like we said, this might be this might just be Blizzard. I think Blizzard has these spots connected to these cities and will be kind of trying to keep. Well, because like Philadelphia is kind of the same thing, right? The Philadelphia is also going to move to yeah. to to Asia and will be playing yep. from there, but um. Uh, that they at least tried to keep these cities there, but that they made it kind of an, uh, uh, well, because they already had two teams and they were like, okay, we need to spread a little more all over the globe. And I think there's a lot more potential, let's be honest, for esports in general in Asia than there is right here in yeah. Europe. There's more potential in the States than there is in Europe. Um, so that's why we didn't get picked um, or that we won't be getting any, a lot more teams yeah. anytime soon. Again, the Ghent, the Ghent, Genty. Lions, or... man, the Lions. Come on, we were yeah! so talking about it. We also have a lion in our, in our city flag, so it's going to be fine. We actually, a lot of Belgian teams are either Devils or Lions. So you have the Red Devils, you have the Red Lions, or the hockey team. It's always Devils and Lions. Badass, <laughs> man. Badass. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so basically, there's no Ghent Devils happening anytime soon. No, 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 that's not happening anytime soon. No. I don't know why the Spitfires weren't the London Unicorns, personally, but there we go. I see yeah. nothing wrong with that name at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you guys are laying off the, 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 the special herbs a little bit since you, <laughs> you did that back then. And that, that, that herb has kind of moved more to the Florida regions, I think. And that's <laughs> Florida they do recolors and own special kind of hub. Don't so, worry about it. <laughs> so I guess to kind of like wrap this up, um, we I guess we've determined that you know Immortals Gaming Club has not done the hottest job at you know holding down their teams. Uh, but you can't blame them. There, I mean, there's also a lot of like heavy costs that came in with the league. I don't think a lot of. Um, I think the league initially, when they painted the really cool, pretty picture um, in the start of 
you know, before season one, I think everybody kind of expected this to be like, you know, the next big esport kind of thing. Like they they kind of primed it to be that, and you know, I guess just it, it just didn't hit that mark. And then coronavirus definitely didn't help. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think well, a few things, of course. I think um, they pr- painted a pretty picture, but it did have all the potential that they kind of painted in the sense that we've seen a lot of stuff happening in the last two, three years with people leaving. First off, the director for the Overwatch League leaving and then our good friend, um, uh, what is his name again? No, yeah, Nate left, but the one that followed up on him that got fired recently. Oh, um, not the art director. You're talking about someone in the Overwatch League, right? Yeah, the guy that was already doing esports for Activision and then decided, let me take that job on top of that one because hey these are just two easy jobs let me combine them yeah um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. it was a, a, a slavic the guy name, with the for... name we've never been able to say right yeah yeah exactly yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like a lot of moves that i feel were like if you want to build a brand like that if you want to build an organization if you want to build something that people trust that they will rally around do not make st- sudden moves it's like approaching let's go back to the the lion analysis don't approach a lion doing like a the i don't know the the bg's moves or whatever try to approve it cautiously if you want to catch it do not make these weird moves switching from twitch to youtube in the same year that you fire all your 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 uh, your talent and and then of course the corona crisis they didn't have any control over that but there is all circumstances if you have a fragile situation like that, it will just explode, man. People are just, they, they don't have any commitment. They don't have anything that ties them to you, whatever you're doing. Yeah. If you can chase them away, they'll, they'll be gone. They're not working for the Overwatch League. They're not being paid to, to watch this. They're just, well, they're not being paid anymore because they can't even get tokens for watching the whole thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, they made a little bit. They made too many changes on short time. Yeah, I don't uh, think this is going to help the league at all. By the way. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I I'm actually. I, I you know Overwatch is my favorite esports. It's actually the game they got me into esports. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know that. It's still my favorite. Game <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't around for it at all. No, we weren't there. <laughs> we didn't see it happen. Yeah. Well, you know, it is my favorite game, and like I want to see the success. And just right now, I I, I just I don't see like. A really, I, I want to stay hopeful. I just don't really see much being poured into it that's like, you know, worth. Like, if I wasn't such a huge fan of the league, and if I was just a casual fan, I probably would not be. I would not be watching the game right now. Yeah, um, no, that's you know. true, and that's that's why I've not been watching a lot of the games. But LP, I do think twenty twenty one is not going to be the change. The change, but if they stick out, stick around for the next season and. If it syncs up with Overwatch 2 and they make some good decisions or people get used to YouTube and we get these tokens back on YouTube. And I've seen YouTube evolve when it comes to live streaming a lot in the last year. It isn't the same YouTube that we saw at the start of the Overwatch League season. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's a really important one. Uh, when I was doing that panel a few weeks ago with the guys uh, at, at Calm Before the Storm, that was, it was Ramses that said, like, it is such a drag to look back at the VODs and to kind of figure out, I'm not there to watch all the games. I want to see the games of my team. 
and it's so hard to kind of Clip find the these moment. games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's all changing. So give them a few years, and they'll figure that one out too. I think there's a lot of money involved. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of money involved, and at some point, they're going to have to make it work to get that money back. Otherwise, they have to. Uh, this is a way bigger investment they did than they did with the original Project Titan thing, because people are still talking about that. Can you imagine Blizzard? Putting a hundred million into Project Titan and then scrapping it. Trust me, the Overwatch League has probably cost them, uh, or a lot of people, not the uh, Blizzard uh, per se, but a lot of people, a lot more money than a hundred million. So uh, we need to make it work. But, yeah, uh, they need to make yeah. it work, and I don't think we're gonna not see it work. I think, I think the the thing here at this point in the in the game is like when we spoke earlier, it's retention, right? We need the hardcore fans to still be as hardcore and just like you, like you guys, you know, like, and, and myself, we're the hardcore fans. Like mm-hmm. as long as, you know, there's a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel, I think we're still going to be drawn to reaching that light. Kind of, you know, we're, we're going to, yeah. we're going to keep supporting the game. And, and as yeah, long yeah. as they're not like, okay, we're officially done, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, you know, you know, yeah, it would upset us if they would pull the plug. That would be the thing. Like we would be like, there's still a good deal of people that wanted to work out, even if they're critical about the way it's happening right now. And I think uh, the thing is, we'll look back at this hopefully in a few years and go like, can you remember that? That was rough, man. That was rough. Yeah. That was a rough start, and that was a rough time between one and two. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Just patience is going to get there. Um, yeah, it's it's been a it's a weird time for Overwatch. It's a weird time in general, but it's also a weird time in Overwatch. And I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to evolve. Like, one thing that not a lot of people are talking about, but I raise the question every few weeks, and after that, we're going to round up because uh, Hannah needs to go to a ball. She has this, this... I do, yeah. Yeah, this guy with a lion head that she mm. is meeting up with. My unicorn's he, waiting for me downstairs, so... Yeah, and he has a staff. that like yeah. It's a clock, a talking clock, and then there's this talking chandelier, and then they're going to sing some songs and dance in a big ballroom. But anyways, yeah. um, I'm getting distracted <laughs> there. Oh, no, I lost my train of thought. No, uh, we, <laughs> uh, in a few weeks, we're going to get more answers. I wanted to say something about my bullshit. I distracted myself. Uh, oh, yeah. That's an impressive World level of bullshit. The World, <laughs> yeah. World Cup. The World Cup. That was it. Nobody's talking about it, but we didn't get a World Cup. And nobody's like... To be yeah. fair, we already spoke about it. We were just like, hey, remember the World Cup? No. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I'm not talking about us. I know the three of us realize that. Yeah, but yeah. just out there, I don't hear anybody talking about... I hear a lot of Where questions. Yeah, are we getting skins for uh, BlizzCon? Are we getting a World Cup? No, we're getting... We, we know we're not getting a World Cup, but nobody seems to care. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy the World Cup. I think it's an interesting... Um, I do too. It's, yeah, it's a really fun concept. It brings... It brings those those Overwatch League players in there with a lot of other players' potentials, and yeah. it just it's a, a really fun front tournament. It's like the FIFA World Cup. Like I don't really care about soccer, and then the FIFA World Cup goes on, and I suddenly care about like what team's yeah. doing good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to wave that flag, man. If your team is winning, like I've I've said it last time before. Uh, last time I said it too. I was I was there for the finals when the the states won and. I'm never going to forget that moment. Like, like anybody uh, that was uh, American in that room, you could see all the other nationalities just looking and smiling like, oh my God, what is this? 
And all the Americans were standing on their chair with a flag. I don't Aww. know what they <laughs> Some of them must have had a flag up their bum bums because one is pulling out of nowhere. There was just like a ton of flags waving. It was like, what the hell is this? But it was an awesome moment. American and that's what I'm talking about. Patriotism is. Yeah, I, to be honest, if we, there was a home game. <laughs> um, there was a unique moment to see that happening, to be in the States, watching the States win the World Cup. And I think it, it is something that brings energy to this community. And now there's not even an announcement like, hey, sorry, guys, we're not going to do it because, you know, everybody's coughing. It's kind of weird. Um, let's try again next year. No, nothing. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> no. Weird. It's just weird. But anyways, Sad. yeah. In three weeks, it's Blisk Online. Um, did you guys buy tickets? <laughs> did we do guys, what? Did you guys buy your tickets to BlizzCon? Oh yeah, yeah. I had to pay a full of uh, something like a thousand bucks to a guy called um, uh, Arabian Prince Four Hundred Four, something like that. Man, you got a what? deal. I had you to a pay discount. Five. Mine went out to the creator of Overwatch, uh, Kef Japlin. Oh, yeah. That's who I bought mine from, too, actually. So they were Kef Jacqueline's um, assistant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of cool that they're going to do it all free. I, I mean, I'm thinking maybe we should, the three of us should be on Twitch while we're, if they, uh, let's look into if maybe we can do that. If I'm not hell yeah. So hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do the, if, if the uh, opening ceremony is happening, that the two of us kind of comment on it and yeah. kind of watch it together on stream, that would be cool. Listen, yeah. I'm just excited that it's at a reasonable hour because the Final Fantasy one won't end until like 5 a.m. my time. End at 5 a.m. my time. I'm yeah, not but we haven't seen the schedule yet. I know, we haven't seen the schedule <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, that's true. But what time does it <laughs> have a start time even? No, no, no. We have nothing. Nothing. Hold Probably on. Probably California like, time. So whatever's convenient for the Californians. Yeah, but previous yeah. BlizzCons have been at decent times. Yeah, it was 10, 10 in the morning. But then, yeah, I, I really hope they stick with the BlizzCon hours. So it mm -hmm. will start 10 in the morning in California, which is uh, 9 for me, 8 for you. No, no, what I'm saying, 7, 7 and 6. Um, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do that. If, they, if they're going to do something, oh, we want to sleep in, and <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll make it we'll find I, i'm really hoping that um well next week the lunar new year is going to start oh yeah mm. by the way guys probably the it's kind of funny that we were so so wrapped up in the whole overwatch 2 and about the esports thing that we kind of forgot to mention but the lunar new year should be starting this 12th, week uh the lunar new year is on the 12th of february so yeah this is basically the last thursday they can start it before it gets too late well, it could still be just before the new year, but yeah. let's just say 90% chance it's going to start on Thursday. Um, and I kind of expect the next thing you were talking about. It could be actually, that they start it. could be Tuesday yeah, but The thing is, I don't know why, I can't explain it, but every Lunar New Year has started on Thursday. I don't That's know why. That's true, actually. They do like yeah. the Thursdays for it. but I, I have no idea why. It might, it might be different this year, so it might be Tuesday, but we'll see. Uh, but the next thing I, I hope they'll be talking about is skins for the Blisk Online um, schedule, key art, all that beautiful stuff that we uh, yes that we need to get before the event actually starts. So uh, let's hope that they uh, start communicating about that next week. Just communicate, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. In general, that would Anything. be a good idea. 
to just start <laughs> communicating. All right, we're going to wrap this up so you can uh, jump on that horse and right Thank into you. the sunlight. Thank you. It's a unicorn, not a oh, horse. Oh, unicorn. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Uh, drunk horse. Um, <laughs> guys, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to kind of, if you uh, if you enjoyed this, to maybe subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and leave a nice review. We, we love reading the reviews. We haven't since we didn't do a lo- an episode for a long time. We haven't gotten that many reviews, and which I, makes I sense. Check- you know, that's an us problem, not a you guys problem. Yeah, exactly. I check you. every hour, every hour I'm checking, and to see if we uh, if we got. <laughs> no, no, uh, that would be sad. I know. No, it's really sad. I check every hour. Um, we have uh, an Instagram and a Twitter account, Omnic Weekly. Of course, the Omnic post for all the updates on Overwatch. Uh, you can uh, follow Hannah on. Hannah McManna. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you were being brushed. And I'll be Florida <laughs> man. Lance Pants. Okay. Lance Pants. <laughs> Hannah McManna. I mean, on the Twitch TV. All right. Guys. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> and I hope to get uh, to, to get you back. Oh yeah! No, no. I hope to hear you or see you back. Whatever. We'll see you we'll next see episode. We'll see you back next episodeing. <laughs> yeah. Until we next one. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. That's the way they say it in Florida. Bye bye. Bye. It's Gator time. <laughs>